And I know you're going to love this, Chris. This is the Rich Eisen Show. You're going to love this. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The grittiest whisper I heard about the whole Rodgers Packers thing. Of course he's coming back. (laughs) Jordan Love ain't the guy. He stinks. After one Start The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Coming up, NFL Network analyst, Daniel Jeremiah. Timberwolves head coach, Chris Finch. Actor and producer, Joe Manganiello. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, yes. Hour number two of The Rich Eisen Show is on the air. And the interesting thing about hour number two is it always on this program follows hour number one. Funny how it works. Um, hey, I never knew that. Just you know, and um, just you know, I'm just trying to pull back the lid on how the sausage gets made around here. In case you're wondering, um, <laughs> I don't know why I just started the, sh- the hour like that. It just popped in my head. Just water and fertilizing. Is that that's what it's, that's so what rich? It is. I have watered and fertilized today. You have? Good to I know. Did. Oh yeah. yeah. Good job. Thank you. I've only watered. But uh, um, so, thank you. Oh, well, it's been a while since chilly and kind of windy. windy. Um, <laughs> Chris Finch is the head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's going to join us top of hour number three, and that is when Joe Manganiello and his dog Bubbles will join us, and <laughs> that's going to be great. I, I would suggest you know, I, um, all of you who listen to the show get to a television and see us on Peacock. If you want to see a large man and a tiny a chihuahua. A large man and a tiny <laughs> chihuahua. I mean, look at that thing. How cute is that? As a matter of fact, that's what he's promoting. He's on his new Audible podcast, A Large Man <laughs> and a Tiny Chihuahua. That is a great podcast. <laughs> large man. <laughs> no, sorry. It's about Sidney Crosby's rookie year. Oh, I mean, same. same thing. Created and written by Sidney Crosby, by the way. Sid the Kid. And narrated by Joe. So it'll be great. Talk some sports with Joe Manganiello when he joins us in studio, hour number three. Um, and you, eight four four two zero four, Rich, number to dial. You know, I haven't spent enough time with this man. Uh, spent an absurd amount of time with him over a ninety-hour period on NFL Network, fresh back from the scouting combine. And uh, let's talk about all that. Certainly, in in light of uh, the news of the day that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be on the quarterback market. Who will be? What does this mean for Jordan Love? And, of course, what we just saw at the scouting combine. Joining me here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is my buddy, Daniel Jeremiah. How are you doing, DJ? I'm doing great, Rich. I, I, uh, I got to tell you a quick story, which you appreciate. Okay. So you kind of have this long week, and then uh, I, I'm home last night. I got delayed. I had to connect in Phoenix, oh, so boy. I was late getting out of Indy, so I got yeah. stuck in Phoenix for a while. So I didn't get home to like 5, but it's like 8 o'clock at night. And uh, I get this weird, I'm like, you know what? I just need to, I need a Q-tip. So I got to get a Q-tip to kind of clean out the ear. So I start, it's eight o'clock. I start walking towards our master bedroom and I see my daughter's bedroom who's off at college. And that bed was like something that just completely sucked me in that I could not make it down the rest of the hallway. Yep. Eight o'clock, I flop on top of my daughter's bed. Next thing you know, it's 5.30 in the morning. I, I hear you. Like a light. By the way, I, my flight landed at 8.40 in the morning. I was in this chair by 9 a.m. doing this show. <laughs> I don't know how I got through yesterday because this is, it's a lot, man. I know we're just sitting on yeah. our behinds just watching guys run around cones, <laughs> technically. <laughs> but it is a lot. There's just a lot going on and you're so great at it, man. You make it easy for me and everybody else and it's just awesome it really was a, bl- fun, a blast it, it, it's 
a blast. It, it's a, it really is a blast, and you get to do it with you. And, and uh, we, we would always joke on our walks back that yes. um, you know we're trying to make each other laugh as we're as we're going going through these long days. Those yes. are some of my favorite moments of the week. They certainly are. Me too, man. Um, now that we're through it, uh, a good uh, forty eight almost removed from the final yeah. drill. Who do you think's number one overall? What's the sense as you walk out of the combine? Who who's going to be the first name read by Roger Goodell? in Vegas coming up. What do you think? I I think, you know, look, we're just, we got a long ways to go, but just kind of what you hear and, and uh, just kind of looking at it from the outside, I, I think it's pointing towards your guy, Aiden Hutchinson, being the first overall pick. Really? I, I just think he's, I think he's too clean. He's too safe. Um, this is a Jaguar team that, um, let's just say they haven't been rewarded for going outside the box in recent uh, history. So I, I would think that just put this thing right in the fairway. That's Aiden Hutchinson. He's, you know, it's insulting to say that he's kind of a, a high floor player because I feel like you sell him short a little bit. That mm-hmm. he can't be an elite player. I think he can be. Uh, so you, the the makeup, the production, you know, the height, weight, speed. I don't care. You know, people look at the forty. Nobody cares about the forty with the edge rushers. His ten time was excellent. His three cone was, I think, the best of the entire group, which is all the the stuff that translates to pass rush. So. Um, to me, you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. You need to get this one right. And I just think that Aiden Hutchinson is just, again, parking this thing right out in the middle of the fairway. Well, that three-cone drill, from what I heard, too, was similar to that of a slot receiver, that that's how yeah. fast well, I, he is. I think there were only like only like two or three receivers in this draft that had a better three-cone time. So, yeah, that's that's pretty special. And, again, that's those are just three cones set up on the, uh, on the turf, and you run it around it a certain way, and you're timed, and that's how you can be – um, measured for your explosiveness and things like that, correct? That's just un- so we can make people understand. change of direction. Yeah, explosiveness. Mm-hmm. The three cone's really great for pass rushes because you see the explosiveness, you see the, the change of direction, and you see the ability to bend kind of when you come around that last cone. So those are pretty important the characteristics of pass rushers. So, well, um, yeah, he was great there. Well, I guess if, we, if I, I just got that one out of you, we could kind of mock it in a way. So if that happens, then the Lions would take who? Would that open the door for Kyle Hamilton, a safety to go to? Would they need a pass protector for whoever, if Goff or whoever they, they go long-term at that position? What would the Lions do it to? What would they do? I, I, would, say, I would say offensive line would be out rich just because you know they're in pretty good shape there especially with Panay Sewell who they took last year right um so I, I would cross the tackles off the list you bring up Kyle Hamilton um you know people are split on that of how early do you take a safety right I, I honestly think and I you know I think Kayvon Thibodeau comes into play there um as an edge rusher and I, we talked about it during the broadcast would not shock me at all if Trayvon Walker climbed all the way up to the second pick in this draft I mean he's He's just such a – he's a unique player. I mean, you don't see guys with that height-weight-speed combination with the fluidity that he showed. And, you know, the knock on him, people said, oh, you know, the, kind of had average sack production and you can't take a guy all the way up there. And then all you have to do is point to Jermaine Johnson, who was playing in that same Georgia defense, had four sacks, um, and then he goes to Florida State because he wanted to actually get on the field consistently, and he leads the ACC in sacks and has 12, and then he goes to the Senior Bowl and nobody could block him. So that Georgia defense, as we've talked about all week, <laughs> was just absolutely stacked and loaded. Um, and I think that, that that's like a defensive line coach's dream to have that combination of skills that he possesses. So I think he enters the conversation right there at number two, especially if Hutchinson goes one. 
Daniel Jeremiah here on the Rich Eisen Show. So you just mentioned that Trayvon Walker could go as high as two. He he was so terrific um, at the Combine. And then you mentioned Kayvon Thibodeau could go there as well. Um, well, because I, I, I discussed yesterday what the conversation was coming out of Thibodeau's 40 and then nothing else is that you know, he didn't hurt himself, but he also did not help himself. Like, there's a difference between you hurt yourself at the combine, but you also didn't help yourself. How did uh, how did everything land again after all the the dust is now settled with Thibodeau not working out at the combine, where into which he arrived with so many questions about his want to motor desire based on his tape and everything else, Daniel? Yeah, I, I think the 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 issue isn't that he didn't do the field workout. I think if he came into the combine and did media and talked with teams and said, hey, here's the plan, as, as a bunch of guys before him and a bunch of guys after him will have said, which would be, you know, either I'm, you know, I'm going to go out here, I'm just going to run the 40, I've been training for the 40, I'm going to run the 40 here, and then I want to go do the field workout at, at Oregon. And we've heard guys say it, Rich, right? We wanna, I want to try and bring as many scouts as I can to Oregon because then they can get a chance to evaluate my teammates um, it's a great opportunity for them. Or even if you didn't say that and just said, Hey, this is my plan. I'm going to run the 40 and then I'm going to, I'm going to really hone in on the position drills at, at the, uh, at the pro day. Okay, cool. No problem. It's been done a million times. Nobody would bat an eye. But when you tell everybody in the media and with the teams that you plan on doing everything and then you get out there and you run a 40 and then you stop and say, I'm done for the day. Um, it was just kind of weird. And then the explanation, if his explanation would have been, Hey, I just want to save everything for my, my pro day. Okay, I, I get it. You made a last-second decision. No, you know, no big deal. Um, but when he said, I'd, "I want to do linebacker drills," well, yeah. So, so does Trayvon Walker, and so did so do all these guys. And uh, they all, you get a chance to do all the linebacker drills. You do the D-line drills, and then you do the linebacker drills. So that the explanation was just kind of goofy. Um, and and then you kind of add into that, just kind of coming into the process. Um, you know, teams kind of have some some concerns there, and I. I mentioned it. Just when you watch some of the games, you, you see him take some plays off. Now it's not like he's not a he's not a dog, right? Somebody that just doesn't play hard all the time. Oh, he he just there's some plays here or there, and uh, and that was just a little bit of a concern. So you come here, you do everything, you put that all to bed, and we move on. But he he chose not to do that. So in a year where you know we're a little bit uh, light at that position, and probably it wouldn't be you know a big deal either. But we're so stacked at that position i think he gave up some room for those guys to leapfrog him and yet though you still think it's possible he could go two overall if hutchinson goes one overall and that's the way the dominoes tumble when all comes down to it no i think that's i I think that's entirely possible so i mean this thing could all come out in the wash and and he's the second pick overall and it was much ado about nothing but i kind of i agree with the way you phrased it he just kind of opened the door a little bit to uh, to give those other guys some room to, to jump in. Or on the other hand, if it's apples to apples, as you and a bunch of other uh, um, you know evaluators like to say, where it's just like, okay, we want a pass rusher, and I can go with Trayvon Walker of Georgia or Kayvon Thibodeau of Oregon. This is the this is the measurement or evaluation that could wind up with the bulldog being selected, right? Like yeah. that's the way it goes. I, I, if you ask me right now, yes. what are we, March 8th? Yes, sir. If, if, in my opinion, do I think that Walker or Thibodeau will go first? I would tell you my opinion on March 8th is that Trayvon Walker will get picked ahead of Kayvon Thibodeau. Okay. All right. Um, the news uh, of the day, Daniel, uh, I don't know if you heard it because it was just uh, recently announced. Aaron Rodgers is staying put 
in Green Bay, four years, $200 million. Your thoughts on that subject? Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You, I haven't seen that. So I guess what happens, you drop the kids off at school, you miss uh, the biggest uh, NFL news of the, of the season here. Um, that's Well, it's kind of what we originally thought. Um, I think after the season ended and you heard Aaron's you know, positivity towards everyone in the organization, both, you know, downstairs and upstairs, that uh, it looked like it was headed towards that. And, uh, you know, then I think there's that delay. So we sat there and entertained the idea of maybe this is this could uh, this could happen. He could go somewhere else. But we were sitting up there in the booth talking about this, Rich, and just I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine him playing for anybody else. I couldn't imagine as a general manager wanting it on your resume that you traded the <laughs> reigning two-time MVP. So. I think this is the most logical uh, move for for Aaron. And, uh, man, I'm excited for the Packers fans because you look at the NFC, um, depending on whether uh, our next topic of conversation, which after this I'm sure we're going to hit, if if that gentleman were to stay away, Mm. the uh, the runway is pretty clear there uh, in the NFC. I know you've got the defending Super Bowl champs in the Rams. Uh, but the Packers are uh, are right there at the top. The 153 million of the 200 is guaranteed, Daniel, and this is just a remarkable moment. Certainly, where we were at the night of the 2020 draft, when the Packers traded up to get Jordan Love, and Rodgers correctly assumed as everyone else assumed that 2022 would be the absolute come hecker high water moment. To wit, uh, at which the Packers would turn to Jordan Love so they could actually see what they have in him, right? And that's why yeah. Rodgers gave them a freebie year of the 2020 season and then really push came to shove for 2021 for him to come back. And then he came up in both of those seasons with MVP campaigns. And here we are with them now saying, I guess we'll just see Jordan Love in another spot because that money means Love will have to go through his entire rookie contract without getting on the field, it seems, and um, or uh, unless of an injury or, as we saw with Rodgers with COVID. What, what do you think about what happens with Jordan Love now? I, do you I, think? I would imagine he's somewhere else sooner than later. You know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks right now. Um, I, I don't see what the purpose would be really to bring him back. Um, Aaron's proven to be very durable. Um, and there's, you know, the value, I think, with Jordan, the longer he goes without playing, is probably going to go down. So I would think this is the uh, this is the off season, and probably in the very, very near future that you'll see a move made there. But they're not going to get anywhere close to what they they used to acquire him. Yeah, right. But, I mean, he's going to be a – He's going to be kind of well, – hopefully, look, hopefully Jordan Loves goes somewhere, gets opportunity to play, and ends up having a long, productive career as a starting quarterback. If not, he's going to be one of the more fascinating footnotes in NFL history that um, I would say he, he he lit a fire under Aaron Rodgers and produced some of the best quarterback play we've ever seen in the history of this league. All right. So uh, – and his one game taking on the Chiefs, Daniel, um, did that – affect anything do you think or or what like what can you how can you evaluate jordan love at this point in time if you are thinking you know what let's let's give this kid a whirl like we loved him coming out of the draft packers left in front of us to go get him so on and so forth those are stories that could be told or maybe yeah. even accurate what do you think what do you think well i don't think you i don't think you saw enough in that that 
brief exposure to get super excited about him. Um, <laughs> so he came in. He came into the league as a maybe not great phrasing there. Uh, no, no, no. That's one way. By the way, you sound like Chris Greer when asked about Tua. Can he be a you know a, a, a top notch or elite quarterback? I mean, I, well, I can't say he can't. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's what that sounded like to me from Chris Greer last week. You know? Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I, I, I. I I would say if you're asking me right now what the yeah. market would be for Jordan Love, I yes. would say you're probably hoping you could get a third round pick. That would be that would be probably your hope. Mm-hmm. So um, before I let you go, then what what does the, the the quarterback class look like now coming out of the combine? Do you think in, in the draft, Daniel? I, I think I think teams are all over the map in, in terms of the order. I think there's some uh, you know I thought Desmond Ritter really helped himself. Um, you know, I thought that uh, Malik Willis was what we thought. He's got a huge arm. Um, you, you know, we'll get a chance to see him move around and run. You'll see how athletic he is once he gets to his pro day, which he's off the charts there. Uh, but still a project. And I thought Kenny Pickett, to me, entered as the top guy um, and had a, a really solid workout. That's, that's uh, you know, that's kind of who he is. And I think you could, if, if you miss out on these veterans, I would think Kenny Pickett would kind of be the, the guy that you could hope could come in and play right away. Uh, the rest of this group, I think you're probably looking more of a developmental route. So they're gonna, some of them, you know, at least one of them, maybe two or, or three, will find their way into the first round. They'll force their way in there, Rich. But I, I don't think we see one go in the top ten this year. I really don't. So then, who, who goes and gets them? Right? Like who goes and drafts these guys? Now that we can, we know Rogers is staying put. Um, Russell Wilson is the, the the we have no interest is what Pete Carroll said in trading wow. them. Washington Commanders are apparently going YOLO, knocking on everybody's door, trying to see if any they can get anybody. <laughs> and and the Seahawks reportedly rebuffed them. So um, you also think Kyler Murray's going nowhere too, right? That's your yeah. opinion on that. Correct. I think the big name veterans are are staying put. Uh, you know, except for the whole. Uh, situation with Deshaun Watson, how that how that plays out is to be determined. But uh, yeah, I think this is going to cause teams to. Uh, I think you might even have mentioned it on the show yesterday, Rich. That like guys like Mitchell Trubisky, mm-hmm. they, they love the fact that the carousel has not started spinning because now there are there's simply more more seats than than options available, which is going to really help his market. Yeah, right. So um, okay, so w- what do you think then? Who's going to What's your best guess? And again, we'll have you back on, and won't hold yeah. any, won't, won't hold you to it. Your best guess: Who, when it's all said and done, they're like, you know what? We're not going to go in the free agent market for Trubisky. We're not going to go try and acquire somebody coming off of surgery like Garoppolo or uh, Winston. You know, through free agency. I mean, who do you think does go? Certainly, the Colts are in a fascinating position. You know, we had Frank Reich sitting there and. It didn't sound like Wentz is going back there after he left the booth with us, Daniel. So who do you think in the draft is going to maybe use a first-rounder and say, this is this is worth the risk right now? What do you think? Well, I think the the, uh, the team that's fascinating to me is the, is, uh, the team uh, that's picking there at the very bottom of the uh, of the first round. They're also picking at the, with the second pick in the first round. That's the Detroit Lions. Like, this feels like a draft to me where it's um, – you know, we can use our high seconds to try and get back up into the first, or in the Lions' case, they happen to have already have the 32nd overall pick. They get their their cornerstone key player with their their first selection. They come back and take a flyer on a Malik Willis or a Desmond Ritter or somebody like that uh, at the bottom or at the, the top or the bottom of the first round for them. And then some of these other teams, 
that might be in the market. Maybe they try and slide back into the back of one um, to get guys. So um, that would be something to keep an eye on. I think Denver, I think the Broncos picked 40 somewhere around there in the second round, Rich. Right. You know, that could be a situation where, hey, you, you maybe try to come up with 31, get that extra year on the contract and, and take a flyer on, uh, you know, on Kenny Pickett if it's him or, or Sam Howell, whichever whichever flavor you like there. Certainly since um, the whole idea that uh, Rodgers was coming there because he was going to leave Green Bay, is that is now history. How about that, man? How about went, that? I mean, you, you, I feel bad for Drew Locke. Can you imagine just the disappointment as a Broncos fan? <laughs> I mean, I mean. You thought for a second you gave yourself a glimmer of hope that the MB, reigning MVP still in his prime was going to be your quarterback. No pressure, Drew. All right, and then I guess one last one, uh, just to re- circle back, Daniel, before I let you go. Kyler Murray, why do you think he's not going anywhere? How do you, how do you come up with that based on everything uh, coming out of the combine and certainly going into it? Why do you think that? Well, I think, I think Kyler's definitely frustrated and wants a new deal. Um, I think they're going to try and exert some leverage, and if they don't get a new deal, I anticipate they're probably going to ask to be traded. And there's absolutely no reason for the Arizona Cardinals to do that. And however frustrated you are with the way his play maybe tailed off the last two years, he's extremely gifted, and you have no shot of upgrading that position. So that's the case. He's got really no leverage. You can say baseball, but I think they'll call that bluff. There's no way that's going to happen. So I just don't see any situation where you, you you would move on from a guy like that. I just don't see it happening. He's going to be their quarterback. Well, as always, I guess you're right. Look to the gram. All of his pictures are apparently back on his Instagram. So, really? Yes. He archived them. He archived them. He didn't delete. He archived them. Or there's some uh, unfortunate K-1 intern who had to throw them all back on there. Um, so uh, they're back. By the way, what level, of, what level of player do you have to be that people would notice that, by the way? Like, where's the cutoff line? Like, you're you're just kind of like a number two tight end for the team, and you scrub all the mentions of the of the team, and you go like two weeks. Like, man, nobody's even nobody even picked up on this. Yeah, nobody unfortunately, every New York Jet has gotten off of Instagram, and we haven't noticed it. Every, you know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. So, what are you saying? It's a pretty. <laughs> Uh, thanks for the call, Daniel. You're the best, brother. Thanks again. See you, buddy. Bye. Everyone, check out the Move the Sticks podcast, certainly coming off of the Combine. He and Bucky Brooks doing that today, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Fun stuff. Um, we're going to take a break. Come back. I've got one um, more thing from the Combine we didn't hit yesterday, um, and it reveals um, something about myself, and I hope you don't take it personally here. Whoa, whoa. Who, who's you? Like you, you, and you—the three of you. Oh, oh, we're getting fired oh. again. Oh, man. <laughs> TJ. what are you talking about? Oh, okay. I, mean, I just, I, I'm just. <laughs> wow. I TJ's just, got PTSD. Yeah, I got fired. Shook, bro, okay. I'm shook. Yeah. Like mob deep. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. <laughs> when you say that, it makes it sound like I did it. I didn't. Oh, yeah. You didn't. Yeah, you saved me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Wow. <laughs> you bring me life. Well, that's next. Before then, though, uh, Mercedes-Benz Vans wants you to think about your dream again because it is time for you and your dream to get back together. We're assuming that it's been a while since you've thought about it. And you could live the van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. You can go travel this wonderful country of ours. You can go visit family and friends. You can go on a vacation. You can tap out of society or you could start your own business. That might be the most important thing 
for you to think about because it's really whatever you dream up. It's a Mercedes-Benz van we're talking about, folks. You can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. You can expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It runs like a dream. So what do you say? Head to your Mercedes-Benz van dealership nearest you and get that Sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you. 844-204-RICH as well. We'll take your calls coming up. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself you know the deal you know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep it's a game changer for all of us so sleep number helps me my sleep number setting is 60 my wife's setting is 70 we both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side improve your quality sleep because sleep number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now save 40 percent on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for jd power 2023 award information visit jdpower.com awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com let's talk o'reilly auto parts people or as you might know from their jingle o o o o'reilly auto parts they're in the business of keeping your car on the road O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Back here on uh, the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. So one of the things about this combine that um, that I think is lasting is the Georgia Bulldogs and how they looked. Unbelievable. Unreal performance. Um, and... Wyatt and Davis, the law firm of Wyatt, I guess, what is it? Walker, Wyatt, and Davis, right? Pretty good. The defensive line group. So Wyatt and Davis work out in the defensive tackle group. Group, They used to mix the defensive tackles and defensive ends together. Okay. Okay. And it was not very good because you'd have one guy run – like a deer, and the other guy, some big dude huffing and puffing. And then when they get out there on the on-field drills, one guy would look stupendous because it's an agility drill, and the other guy wouldn't. And one other guy wouldn't look so great, and the other guy would because it was more of a strength drill. So they separated the tackles from the defensive line. So the two defensive tackles for the Bulldogs are in the first group 
that go through the 40s and then the on-field drills, and then they're done. Those When you're done with the on-field drills, sometimes you might have to go do your broad jumps and your vertical leaps. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and, and then the team, and then the the group that comes next does the vertical leaps and vertical leaps and the broad jumps first and then they do their on-field drills and they're done so the defensive tackles did their 40s on-field drills then did their broad jumps and vertical leaps and then once you're done with that you're out you go back to the hotel or the airport depending on the time of day see ya out legitimately out but Wyatt and Davis waited for Trayvon Walker waited for them, sat there for well over an hour (laughs) waiting for Walker to finish. Because as Jordan Davis told Stacey Dales, who was on the sideline there, that the Georgia Bulldogs are nicknamed themselves the no-name defense. That one guy's not bigger. That They're one big team. They're one big family. And they were waiting. They waited for him on their phones, just chilling out. Show that photo. That's the screen grab again. This is what we kept showing, kept going to them. Over an hour. Look at them. They're just chilling. Chilling (laughs) on the ground. Jordan Davis on the ground, hanging out, waiting for their teammate. And all I could think of was this. I wouldn't do that. (laughs) For you guys. (laughs) <laughs> or anybody that's a shame honestly 10 minutes <laughs> tops <laughs> tops i'm out well, honestly you, well you wouldn't do this now or if we were all 21 years old i, I now i guess yeah. maybe now yeah. i couldn't put myself as a 21 year old honestly i got things to do I got places to go. But they don't Not have there. Any, I worked my ass off for all this time. But back to the hotel. Go, go, you know. And what, eat a pizza? Get, see a pizza or something out. <laughs> lie down, take a, get to sleep. <laughs> go, go, you know, go street. Movie go see what's on Peacock. I don't know. <laughs> what year did you graduate, Rich? Michigan? 1990. Oh, let me see something. Here we go. I don't know where he's going with this. Number one movie. But honestly, I even, said it, I even said it on the air. Showing oh, this. I told this to DJ. And also, same thing applies to if we're traveling together. If I don't check a bag and you check a bag, out. I'm not waiting for you. <laughs> okay, this was a hot debate on Twitter not the other day. For you. Okay, let's say not waiting for you. Let's say you are going to the airport with your partner, right? Uh, you have TSA pre clear all the good oh, stuff. Oh, this is they good. don't. This is do good. you wait in the plea blind with them or just be like, all right, I'll see you on the other side? Well, hold on a second. Are we are we married? You are significantly involved with each other. Are we married? <laughs> yeah, a, that's that's a qualification. I don't know. Sure. Well, of course, then I'm waiting. Yeah, you wait. If not, see ya. Why? That's why I'm. Divorced. What do you mean? <laughs> We're. This is it. Are, are you serious? Like I've got to go home with this person. But like. Yeah. There's a. Then then what, so what does that mean? That I'm. I'm now. We're the plane is the plane. Like we're. We're. We, we both got to get on it. Yeah. See. You wait now. I'm getting on the plane right away. <laughs> that I'm doing. I don't have to get through security right away. I'm getting through the plane right away. I don't know. This was this was on Twitter yesterday. Oh no! Of, I, yes, you wait for your significant you other to. through security. Like that would be like, are you kidding me? 
Like that's what? Actually, so so what? Water. So you could go get you know a, go, yeah. go get a coffee, to go get, get a Sparrow, get a, go get a slice, slice of Sparrow. Yeah, yeah. Like, go to well, Annie's. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll buy your Auntie Anne's pretzel exactly. for you. I'll have it waiting for you. Once you, the Hudson once you take your belt and your shoes line. off, I'll warm the Cinnabon for you. <laughs> right. I gotta go to Hudson News and get the overpriced Smart I mean, Water and uh, oh my God. bags of peanuts. By the way, the Smart Water at corner of the market on all airports. Everybody get. I mean, wow. So Rich, the reason I asked about the graduation, we're all we're all getting a little far you know off subject here i'm you not waiting for you the wait. reason the reason i asked about the graduation year so you're In at the combine situation. you're rich eisen and you're with desmond howard elvis gerbach oh. Derek alexander jared bunch uh who else do right. i remember uh trip wellborn okay. and you're telling me sure. you're all working out and now desmond did, did, did they all make the combine back in the day or you just you're just giving me the stars of the game you, i'm giving you people that i know i'm pretty you're sure they all what am i what am i doing so it's like if you and elvis out. and desmond and, and you got to wait no, an hour for your heisman out. trophy winner out. desmond howard you wouldn't do it no you're out. I'll see you back at the hotel. I got oh. places to go. I like got where? things to do. I'm places tired. To I gotta go, go lie down. What are you waiting around? What are you waiting around for an hour and fifteen minutes? It's Desmond Howard. Think about the joy that man brought to you. As a matter of fact, you know what I would do <laughs> if they were waiting for me. You tell I'd them to leave. Say, go. You're making me a little bit antsy. Did you see Jordan? Davis I don't want to make you, you wait. I don't want to make you wait. You can go. You don't need. It's just like when Larry David was here, and we asked him about. When the food hits the table, do you <laughs> ask for permission to eat, or what do you do? He says, "If my food comes second, I'll tell the other person eat." I don't want you. I don't want to sit here and watch you just stand or sit over your food. You're making me nervous. <laughs> Get out. Go back to the hotel. I, mean, I, I don't like need you. Thank you. I want you to stay. Bless you. I love you. Got no name defense. Great. Go. Great. Love you guys. I'll see you back at the hotel. Please don't wait for me. <laughs> On the other hand, I'm out. Love you. Are you done in 10 minutes? If so, I'll wait. 15, 20, an hour? An hour? <laughs> an hour? Jared Bunch is Sitting probably worried. here? What am I doing here? Brockman, Jared Bunch is worried. There's a bunch of Ohio State Buckeyes. They still haven't worked out. They don't want to leave him by himself with a bunch of Buckeyes. I, know, yeah. Yeah. Fight I, I could go back to the hotel. I could shower. I could change. I can sit around whenever I want to sit around, and I got to actually act like a person here. I'm on television, <laughs> sitting on a bench on the ground, waiting for your boys. So it's a once in a lifetime moment. I Rich. am out. Now, no, that's pre- all. Honestly, but that's a window into my psyche. Yeah. That, that's all I could think of. Free cell phone, I would have agreed. But as opposed to cell phone, as opposed to being, you know, like, oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that great? These guys have teamwork. These Georgia Bulldogs are tight. This is why they won the national championship. That's They're right. willing to wait an hour for each other. Really? Not me. <laughs> me. We can still win championships. What's an hour? What's an hour? You're going to go home and scroll your What's phone an anyway. Hour? You can scroll your phone waiting for your friend to finish. If Joe Manganiello wasn't here at 1137 Pacific time in the third hour, maybe completely oblivious to this conversation, you would leave I'd, the show? Set, I'd set an alarm oh. right now. And so you could know how long the hour actually was. <laughs> An hour. <laughs> and I know you could just look at Twitter. You could look at videos. You could do whatever you want. It was by quick, Rich. Dude, it was kind of well over an hour, too. Oh, it was yeah. a long time. And by the way, at security, I'll wait. Certainly, if if it's Susie, my kids, my wife, what am I? I'm, I'm going through security. I, I've got better what status. What if it's like Scott, your brother-in-law? Oh, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Go leave Scott Schuster in the airport. You don't understand it. 
But you're traveling together. He should understand it. Any friend. You? Would you do that for me? I actually... Hold on. Stop. Would you do that for me? I know the answer. You be honest. I know the answer. Hey, Chris, I don't know what happened. TSA pre, I don't have it. You do. We're on the same plane. We're on the same plane. This is not fair, though. Because, Why is this not fair? Because, you, I have, answer for because Chris? you have travel shamed me so often yeah. in the past. Yeah, I mean, that is true. I, I would leave you so quickly in the dust. I've made my bed. Yes. I you're saying. Exactly. I'm not going to lie in it. <laughs> By the way, I have a story, and Rich is going to deny this, Uh-oh. but I was in group one once. You can put your hands down. He was me. not in group one. I brought him up with me. That's a different story. But that was out of the kindness of I my heart. That, I, I, I do wait. that for you. I'm I do that for wait. anybody. I'm the guy that waits. Yeah, that's a different story. Story. You're talking about no, this is security. Like, this, is security. This, is security. this is like stultifying moments of yeah, boredom like, and and pain. It's the worst. And no, you're no, watching no. You're, people who don't go through it and they're not ready with their IDs. Like, oh, please. Like, don't you know you have to take your shoes exactly. off by now? Like, what are you doing? What's the matter? Is this your first time like, first out of the time house? On an airplane? Come on. I mean, I'm, I, I'm waiting. Guy. He's not answered. No, but he's he's he's. Going. Would you do it for me? Yeah. Remove the I remove the seat Pro- shaming. Remove, remove the decade plus of she- she- probably, seat shaming. Probably not. I mean, you know what? Here's the deal with Brockman, though. And as for as much as you want to say about Brockman, he and I have traveled together a lot pre 2020. You've been stuck in. He he's actually season. a good travel partner. I will say that. Like he he has like um, you're on Delta, right, Chris? So you have priority on Delta. Is that what it was? I got priority. In takes the so it's like he he will like make sure I come on with him when the, the group A gets called. Who always take me in with? Okay. So well, he, He's believe it or not, he's pretty good to travel. I do believe that. He'll grab my phone when I'm having a meltdown in an airport saying I just want to come home. He'll grab my phone and rebook me on another flight and get me to where I need to go. He's done that. Just to shoot you straight, just to put a button on this, just to shoot you everybody straight. I will always be honest here, no matter how difficult it is to say these things. Mike, I would tell you, you go through security without me. Because traveling with you, you talk my ear off, man. <laughs> and standing on, knowing that I'm going to be on a plane with you and an extra hour of security. <laughs> just go. By the way, go. And the just to show you how that's honest, that's honest and how much I love you, I now choose this moment to give you your freaking $50 oh, worth of coffee. Hey! Look at this coffee. A long-awaited Kona oh. coffee delivery. Rich. How small is this? It's eight ounces. It's Rich. very small. Oh. By the way, this is amazing coffee. Thank you, Rich. Also, I have this a slight... $50. I have a slight bone to pick on the Price is Right situation. All right, we'll, 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 we'll take Uh-oh. a break. And, 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 and he will have a But I'll tell you, if I, had to, if I had to go back into an airport or do something longer, stay in an airport longer, would never have bought you that coffee. Ever. <laughs> waiting around waiting around for a friend is a very tall order to ask. And I understand these Georgia Bulldogs are tight, but I'll tell you what, not me. <laughs> Ten minutes, tops fifteen, maybe, maybe, maybe. These guys stuck around for over an hour. Salt of the earth. Just to tell what, Trayvon Walker, great job. Let's walk back to the hotel together. Come on. Maybe that's maybe Trayvon had the mill money or something. That's crazy talk. That's maybe he maybe he had their uh, their mill money, their, their stipend yeah. for the day, you know. Let's there may be no stuff. Excuse me, there may be no iron team. <laughs> but there is an iron weight. Not me. <laughs>
I knew this would be good to talk about. <laughs> Take a break. Your phone calls, 844-204-RICH. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit, Tom Pelissaro, my colleague from the NFL Media Group, is reporting, and Adam Schefter is also reporting. This is happening, folks, and I am so sorry for the 12s, but Russell Wilson is going to be a Denver Bronco. Massive haul, says Tom Pelissaro, including multiple first-round picks plus additional picks and players per sources. Russell Wilson will now have... Two games against Patrick Mahomes per year. Russell Wilson will come to SoFi Stadium once a year, not to play the Rams, but to play the Chargers. And Russell Wilson will be playing against the Las Vegas Raiders twice a year because he's coming to the AFC West. He's coming to the AFC. And the Broncos have made a big-time gambit. Seattle, I don't know what they will do. They now have an opportunity I would say, to draft whoever they want. That may not be the case this year. Pete Carroll, at age 70, will, in fact, and I'm sorry, I, I know he doesn't want to keep having his age mentioned, but um, it is a rebuild yep. in Seattle. And everything that we were saying at the end of the year last year, that it just had the feeling of it's just not working out anymore. It's just not a fit anymore. Has now been confirmed. And for John Schneider, this is the way out of no first-round pick because it belongs to the Jets because of Jamal Adams, a safety that is a culture changer and a, a dynamite guy that that Carol knows how to use in terms of moving him around and having him rush the passer. But in terms of covering the pass, that's not really your guy at the position. And you trade first-round picks for him, you know, and you got him and Bobby Wagner and then some other young kids that you're hoping comes up. Who's going to play quarterback there? What's next for Jeez, there? This is no 
Because it's not Geno Smith, folks. That's for sure. Right <laughs> now, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, Noah Fant are all probably on a group check. Chat well, right as you said moments ago, Jerry Judy's tweet after the Rogers news that he was returning to Green Bay was uh, like, a, like a, a frown. That's now turned upside down. Wow, that's huge. And then here's my first blush reaction <laughs> to this. There's Jerry. Oh, there it is. Hey! There it is. He, uh, he, also, just twi- he also just tweeted, That's funny. oh, we lit with the fire emoji after That's, it. I mean. Okay, folks. <laughs> oh, there Denver, it is. <laughs> Broncos, football, Nathaniel Hackett, come on down. All right, new tweet. Who you is know, Oh, and Tim Patrick. I forgot about him. Yes, I know that. And wherever, oh, Vic, and wherever Vic Fangio is, he's probably like, really? Now? <laughs> now? Oh, really? Right. Now? Yeah. Because, you know, I could have coordinated the defense and handed off that offense to whoever you wanted, you know, with Russ. But I got, you know, Charged. Teddy Bridgewater, and I got Drew Locke, and I got whoever was the year before that. Fill in the blank. I, I did, that's an interesting thought you just had there, Rich, because he probably is like, wow. Wherever he is, like, really now? And then I do, we do need to say this. Javante Williams? Man. You know, we do need to say this. Uh, it's a very deep end of the pool in the NFC West. AFC West. In the NFC West. Oh, both. Yeah. Well, both. And um, Seattle is in a full-on rebuild now one would think unless they they have another maneuver they can make for a quarterback that would have this team back in the mix right now but in terms of winning the Super Bowl in terms of going to Arizona which as you know was a spot where Russell Wilson was terrific for this team I could think of a couple of games that he had in Arizona for this team including a Thursday night game I will never forget this. It was a Thursday night game. I think it was right before my daughter was born. So I remember being there in in 2013. And I remember being there, and the 12s just went nuts for this guy. Nuts for this guy. Where we were in the green room. We were in the green room underneath the stadium watching the game on a delay for about two seconds and when you heard a cheer from the fans you know in the stadium because we were we were just down a hallway off the field when you heard a cheer you knew the play that was about to result on television was going to be a good play for the Arizona Cardinals Mm -hmm. you knew when the stadium shook it was going to be a good play for the Seattle Seahawks because the 12s traveled and the 12s hit it and yes, the Legion of Boom was a big reason why the 12s traveled. But so was this guy. And we also know the last Super Bowl that was played in that building was when Russell Wilson threw the ball and did not hand it off to Marshawn Lynch. And they never got back to being in that spot and being that good. They had a dynasty building and could have gone back to back. We could we could be sitting here saying the Seahawks were the last team to go back to back, and Russ is the last quarterback to do it, not Tom Brady in the aughts. And this is now over. And Seattle goes back to 
as they currently are right now, to the team before Russell Wilson got drafted. When we had Pete Carroll on a Thursday night set after a game where they beat Andy Reid's Philadelphia Eagles. I think it was the Dream Team Eagles. Remember that? That they that they were terrible oh, yeah. after the 2011 yeah. lockout when we thought they were going to the Dream Team Not and they the awesome weren't. And they were terrible. And Seattle won the game. And we had Pete Carroll on the set because there was nobody else outside of Marshawn Lynch who wanted no piece of it, even though they were throwing Skittles at the set. We didn't know who to ask because there was nobody on the team that was a star or a big name. We asked for the coach because he was the star coach that had just come from USC. And I remember asking him, what's the identity of the team? Which is something you have not asked of Pete Carroll or the Seahawks in well over a decade. They're kind of back to that right now, but that is a gutsy move for Seattle because I'm sure this hall is going to be insane when we hear it. But congrats to Denver and for the 12s. An era is over. An era is over. Hour three coming up.